0: Welcome back, everyone, to Keep the Pulp. I'm Sharon, and my guest today is Monica. Hi! (laughs) Yay! So, Monica is back. Our first episode was on relationships. Yeah. (laughs) A very interesting topic. But anyway, today we are going to do something more game like <laughs> but we don't even know how to play yeah we don't know how to play this game <laughs> yeah it's called we're not really strangers yeah we don't know the rules i don't even know if you're supposed to play this with people you don't know really well or people you do know really well because i don't really understand the purpose of the game i think you just try to get to know people better right or not
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think there's also, like, they have, like, set rules. But, you know, each card has questions on it. And there's three levels of, like, deepness. So I feel like we could just go through some of the cards, maybe,
0: like, five in each category, and then just answer them. Yeah, and I guess to, like, preface, I would say Monica and I are, like, really good friends from high school. But we don't talk every day. We have our own adult lives. But I think at the core of it, we understand who we are and that like even if things are changing we understand that about each other yeah I feel like it's a good
1: um relationship that we have and in terms of like we don't have to talk every day and it's totally fine I know she's busy and I'm busy too and it doesn't mean that jeopardizes anything in our friendship yeah but yeah let's get to know each other more today Yeah.
0: yeah and since like Monica and I aren't physically together, she's going to have to draw for the both of us and also read every single card. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to pull a card. We're at
1: level one perception. Okay. If you were to buy me a present knowing nothing about me other than what I look like, what would it be? That's like oddly specific. Hmm. <laughs> I think I would buy Sharon something to keep her warm because... Chances are, when I see her, she'll probably be wearing like 10,000 layers. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, this girl's cold. Let me get her more layers.
0: (laughs) I talk to everybody about how cold I am all the time. (laughs) It's like my life's biggest problem. It's a trait now. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you didn't know me, you you would get me that. I think so, because, you know, people normally
1: wear, like, just a shirt and a jacket, but I'm sure you'd get all the layers going, and
0: I'd be like, wow, she needs some warmth. <laughs> yeah, I do wear way more layers than the average person. <laughs> I make it really subtle. You really can't tell, <laughs> unless I bundle it intensely. Most of the layers are invisible. <laughs> okay, good answer. If I just saw you walking on the street, I would probably... Okay, well, I always get people food if I don't know them well. If I know them well, it doesn't even matter. I just get people food. So if I didn't know you, I'd probably get you something super safe like boba and dessert. You like, can't really go wrong with those things.
1: Yes. Food's a good gift. <laughs> okay. See the next card. What does my phone
0: wallpaper tell you about me? <laughs> okay, well, I have to see it. Okay. First impression. Oh, wait, let me describe it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Monica and her boyfriend dressed very nicely, smiling, laughing, slash looking at each other. And then they're wearing their graduation stole. So it's like a photo shoot-esque vibe. And like the colors are all really pretty and stuff. Um, the question is, what does it tell me about yeah, what? you? Mm-hmm. Oh, it tells me that you value your relationship with your boyfriend. <laughs> that you like to be reminded of like the people who care about you in your life. Relationships are important to you. You're probably into being happy. (laughs) That seems like a very happy photo. Yes. (laughs) You're probably like had pretty good college memories. Okay, let me see yours. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. Let's see. So
1: Sharon's wallpaper is a picture of a lake, I'm assuming, and it's with the sunset and a beautiful blue sky. And the picture also doesn't fill the whole screen, which kind of <laughs> bothers me. <laughs>
0: to, <laughs> to give you a perspective, it's like it only fills up like, not even two thirds of the screen. <laughs> like maybe two thirds, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's like black over it and black under it. <laughs> That bothers me.
1: <laughs> so it tells me that Sharon does not mind chaos. <laughs> if this is her own picture that she took, then I would think this is a very special place to her. And she loves nature, hiking, and, you know, there's no people in it. I'm sure that she loves to have her independent time by herself in these moments.
0: Oh, do we also get to, like, reply? Yep. <laughs> you, you can rebuttal. You can... <laughs> Wait a no, do you have anything to say to what I said? Hmm. I think
1: everything you said about mine was right. It was a graduation photo shoot, so
0: you know, good memories there. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Um, Yes, my wallpaper is of a lake that is near where I live, and it's I mean, it's a nice picture. I wouldn't say the lake is always nice, but the day was like a really nice day. I just always take pictures of sunset and water, because I'm a water sign. Yes, I agree with um, your lake description. Now I know exactly what lake you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it looks nice, doesn't it? For yeah, <laughs> don't look that close. Yeah, you're right. I never have people as my lock screen wallpaper, and it almost never fills up the whole screen <laughs> because I like to take pictures long ways. Yeah, and landscape then it never fill a wallpaper. As I mentioned, chaos. <laughs> That's also not wrong because I work in organized messes and it only makes sense to me. Okay, next question. Oh,
1: (laughs) do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for
0: evidence? I don't know. I kind of have like faulty memory, but I'm pretty sure you have. (laughs) You're (laughs) correct. (laughs) Yeah. Do I need to say anything else? I don't think
1: so. But in my defense, okay, I have done it because there was suspicion. (laughs) So I was right in the end. Anyways, (laughs) I was correct to be suspicious. So you know, I wouldn't do that. normal. I wouldn't even do that to my boyfriend now, unless I was suspicious. So (laughs) but I don't think you have just because I know you value
0: privacy a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've
0: ever done it. Check their phone just like, for what? I guess like, messages or pictures or anything oh then no never no yeah maybe i'm just like not curious but also i i don't think i was in a place where i had reason to be suspicious yeah Mm -hmm.
1: okay we're on the last question for level one
0: do i look kind explain (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i think you look kind you have a very like kind of gentle demeanor in general but I guess it depends, because I know we both <laughs> have RBF. <laughs> I, was,
1: I was just about to say that, because I was like, oh, I'm surprised you said that right off the bat, because I was thinking
0: we both have our RBF. My first thought is like, yeah, of course I think Monica looks kind. But then I guess like, if I had to take a step back about all the comments we've had before, then yeah, I guess when she's working or concentrated or just walking, she's not going to be like... The most smiley person. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. You too, because I think we're both like that. And, you know, if we're just doing something, we won't be smiling, and that's when we look our most intimidating. But when we smile, it's like completely different. So I feel yeah. like, yeah, normally we we just wouldn't be smiling unless we're like talking to someone or something. So at a glance, maybe we won't look that kind, but I guarantee we're both very kind people. <laughs> oh wow. okay we're moving into the level two connection are you missing anyone right now do you think they are
0: missing you too oh i really really miss a lot of people in my life right now honestly the first person i can think of is my grandma because actually her birthday just passed recently and I got a picture of her. She's wearing a Hello Kitty crown and she has a cake in front of her and she is so adorable and looks so happy. It just made me really miss her. Like I haven't seen her in quite a few years because she doesn't live in California. So I only call her every so often or we FaceTime. And she's such... A pure soul. I will call her, actually, tomorrow. Yeah, good
1: idea. (laughs) Um, I also miss my grandpa. And he does live in the same city, actually very close. But I don't see him because of this pandemic. I've seen him physically in person like a year ago. Because we used to get lunch every week together. But yeah, pandemic. And then I saw him like maybe twice during this Past year, but I was just standing outside his house and (laughs) waving. So it sucks, but it's for his safety. Precious time, you know, is being wasted, and I know he misses all of his grandkids too, and everything. So yeah, it's a hard time. Okay, next question What's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? Wait, what? But isn't pain inherently physical? Like, I guess they mean, like, emotional pain or, like... Yeah, but that can
0: be physical, too. <laughs> um, it was in the midst of a breakup happening before, during, and after. It was painful. Yeah, it was, like, not just, like, the losing someone part, but it's also facing a lot of things that you didn't want to face before, and, like, that hurts, the truth hurts, and... Disappointment also hurts a lot. That was all like wrapped up in that period of my life. Uh, I don't know. I would say like the pain from it right before was actually the most memorable for me. I don't know if it was the most painful, but it was the most memorable. I think maybe because it was the first time that something like that has ever happened. I was also in shock. At all the realizations that I was having. And to know that my ex probably wasn't having any of the same thoughts as me. And I think was having a trip with his friends. It was like so shattering for me to realize that I was going through it alone. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I'd have to agree. Mine would
1: be a breakup too. But I think mine wasn't really before, during, and after. It was more after for me because before I was feeling other emotions and then during I was like I felt liberated and then after I was realizing all of the mental abuse and things that happened during and I didn't realize until after and that's when I think the most pain set in for me and I feel like it lasts for sure that type of mental abuse you can definitely recover from it to a certain extent but I can't say confidently that even now I'm 100% recovered not affected right Yeah. yeah like it it it's a part of me it happened to me it will forever affect me in some way it affected me in mostly negative ways but also positively too to like be who I am today and, you know, thrive in my relationship right now. So if I didn't go through all that pain, I wouldn't know what this happiness is
0: either. Do you think you would ever wish that pain upon like someone else?
1: Oh, of course not. Not even the person that inflicted it on me, just because it could really mess someone up. Like even like physical abuse, You can heal from it, like, physically, but you'll never heal from it mentally. And, you know, same with mental abuse. You'll never heal from it 100%. So it's something hard to live with.
0: (laughs) And I like to think of healing as an ongoing thing because you can get past certain parts of something and you'll never know how it might resurface later on. So, like, to Mm -hmm. say that you're 100% healed from something, I think, is, like, a little bit simple. And it's definitely not like a one-time done type of experience. Yeah, like it could come back, or for sure, or could like it, it. it could get re-triggered. Yeah, no, so many things. Okay, <laughs> that was a heavy one. I know.
1: <laughs> so the last question for level two is, what is the last thing you lied to your mother about? I feel like my relationship with my mom is very open. And she, even though I, you know, in my college years and wilder times, I did some wild things. She knows about it. (laughs) She's Wow. Yeah. So I think that's something I'm proud of, having that very open relationship with my mom. And, like, I can tell her things. And usually it's after the fact. And so she can't really do anything about
0: it. So she's very, like, oh, okay, cool Also, your mom's like pretty hip so (laughs) even though I am impressed I'm not like super surprised that that's the case I I wouldn't I'm at that level with my mom (laughs) like she knows a lot about my life and specifically my friends lives because they're very interested in like how my friends are growing as people and stuff But I would say the last thing I clearly remember lying to her about is certain aspects of my past relationship just comes with being an Asian daughter. (laughs) Yeah, they never really like fully let go, you know, of their daughter. I think that also just means that they care and like worry about me. Yeah, I couldn't tell her some things I want to say that was because well, one, I think it would have worried them. But then two, just didn't feel like the right time to, like, share those things yet, seeing how the relationship was going. Yeah. I I mean, I could be more specific, but, like, what if she listens to this? (laughs) She's your number one fan. Yeah, in spirit. She's my number one fan in spirit.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom's like that, too. Actually, my parents, well, especially my mom, likes to hear about, like, my friends, what's going on in their lives, and again how they're developing as grown adults now and she's like that's crazy like especially when I talk to her about you and things like that she's like you were just in high school you know figuring it out now look at you guys and time flies our
0: moms are here for it oh yeah they want to hear everything yeah that's the thing I think like my mom will listen to anything that I talk to her about which is nice I guess it really just depends on how much I'm willing to open up about and share in the moment
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: And I've tried to, like, push that a little bit beyond my comfort zone just to have a more open relationship. But there's just
1: some things where I'm like, (laughs) I really don't think she would feel good knowing this. Yeah, my mom always says, you know, she was young once, so she knows all, you know, all the tricks in the book. And Mm -hmm. she knows what it's like to be young. And so that's not like, okay, I'm gonna just tell her everything. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Okay. we're moving on to level three now the reflection level what about me most surprised you and i guess we're supposed to reflect on this whole experience but i guess you could just answer in a general sense oh oh reflecting on the game we cool. didn't play it right so let's not <laughs> <at being> take <laughs> it that way
0: this is a really hard question though because we've had so much time to get to know each other to like see change happen that a surprise is like kind of hard to pinpoint. Yeah, we're not very exciting people in terms oh. of. <laughs> oh no. I was surprised that you actually asked your senior prom date to senior prom. You <laughs> did? Junior prom? Or is it junior prom? Yeah, junior prom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your junior prom date to junior prom. Sorry. <laughs> and i i would say that's surprising because back then and even now maybe like i am not the type of person to make the first move even though you guys are friends that was surprising and i don't really remember like, what role we played for you back then cuz it's kind of like a long time ago like we probably hyped you up right like i hope so i really hope so i don't fully remember it yeah from my memory i remember i don't know if it was you or
1: someone in our group was like oh, my God, I heard someone's going to ask him to prom later today. And I was like, oh, no, I better do it first. (laughs) Holy (laughs) crap.
0: See, (laughs) Monica, surprising. That would never have crossed my mind if that was me. I would say you were pretty into him. Even if I was into someone like that, my personality is just, like, so hands-off and not proactive. Yeah, I should probably think about that more. I don't know if it's because... Back then, it was definitely because I didn't think that I needed to like, chase a guy. But then I think now it's more, I think that I'm like, just uncomfortable with putting myself out there. <laughs> really? <laughs> and that would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know how you- actually you and Michelle did it too. <laughs> like, oh, there? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I think especially then was kind of the start of my period of oh, like, why do I have to wait if I could just do it myself <laughs> type of thing? And I feel like it took a little pause. But in college, that definitely came back for me in terms of like, oh, I'm just going to make the first move. If I want it to happen, I'm going to just make the first move. OK, well, now that I'm totally tied down, um, that scares me, too. <laughs> and I was like, what was in my head back then like even you bring up that junior prom thing I was like oh I don't think I would have done that now because I'm scared now
0: it is scary I'm impressed
1: I'm impressed by myself too
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh how does one
1: earn your vulnerability have I earned it and how can I earn more wow it sounds like a brownie point (laughs) yeah I feel like after knowing you for how many years now? (laughs) 10, yeah, almost 10 years. I'm very vulnerable with you. I feel like you've seen a lot of my ups and downs in my life and you know, like, pretty much everything that went down that was memorable in the past 10 years. Um, I don't feel like I have any walls up with you and I don't feel like, yeah. I think that I feel very comfortable with you and vulnerable. And I don't think that I have to really filter myself or can't
0: tell you certain things. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about vulnerable, (laughs) for some reason, I think about like, if we were roommates, we would be braless. Yeah, we're not going to do the whole Let's pretend, like, I don't poop game. Like, that would just be so out of the question. That's how I feel for some reason. Even though we've never lived together. What I think of when I think of, like, vulnerable friendships, even though I know it goes a lot deeper than I mean, that, that's, like, the first thing that popped up in my mind on a more emotional level. Um, I think I feel very comfortable telling you any experiences that I have. Just because I know that you've always been there to listen, like at face value, I can see that whatever you put on the table, I can take it as what it is. And same for me, like whatever I put out there, it's like exactly what it is. There's really no need to sugarcoat anything. And also, you know, it's funny what I thought of throughout this whole game. My mind went back to, I think the one time I remember you being very upset at Me and probably a couple of our friends was when you were in your high school relationship. And I don't remember what it was anymore, but I think it was something about maybe like you feeling left out or that we were saying something kind of passive about you, but in front of you, like we were saying (laughs) it in front of you. I actually don't remember the exact scenario, but I think you got pretty upset And the person who told us and yelled at us was your ex. That's why I remember it so clearly. Wait, really? He told all of us individually that it was very messed up to like do what we did and that you were really upset, but you didn't want to say something to us. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: What? Okay, I do remember that situation. I do remember being very hurt. But the reason why I didn't want to say anything is because back then I was the type of person to um, react emotionally, and then be able to like, you know, cool off and take a step back and try to see the situation from the other perspective. And I was able to see why it happened. And that's why I didn't want to bring up because I'm like, okay, I see why they said it and like my emotions got out of hand in the moment but like yeah I didn't bring it up because I was like I get it I'm not gonna hold it against them because I know they didn't intentionally mean to hurt me at all like I wouldn't think that of my friends at all I didn't know that's what he did oh my god what the heck
0: I think you were like emotional when you were going through it Mm -hmm. with him Which is why he got like the full force of how you felt and then felt like it was his responsibility or something to then tell all of us because he knew that you weren't going to say something. I I don't know if he like wanted you to stand up for yourself, but more like he wanted us to at least know how you felt and then probably feel bad about it, which we did feel bad about it. Um, it just, like, was kind of a weird situation. <laughs> okay, I didn't know
1: that part. What the
0: heck? <laughs> like, for you not to, like, hold it against us, I think, speaks a lot about you. Because if I remember correctly, that was, like, not a very nice thing for us to do. Even if we, like, didn't try to hurt your feelings. Like, I think saying things in front of you about you <laughs> like, in that what whatever tone that was. Probably not a nice tone. That's not what good friends do for each other. Like, if I wanted to say something to you and tell you, I should probably just been more direct and, like, not try to attack you about it, but, like, sideways. (laughs) So,
1: yeah. Um, I didn't know about the other side of what happened, and I'm not going to apologize for my ex, (laughs) because I don't need to, because that's just... That goes to show that, clearly, we were not compatible, and he doesn't know me, so... (laughs) But yeah, I just want to reassure you that back then, I hope that those feelings of feeling bad or anything didn't, you know, last long. Because I definitely like got over it and water under the bridge now. Obviously, because it's so long ago
0: (laughs) that we don't. See, I don't know if you remember, but like, let me now say sorry, like for 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 just not being like the best friend that I could have been. Yeah, it's okay. I consider (laughs) it
1: that goes to show how much we've grown as people since then because <laughs> that I feel like that would definitely never happen at our age and how we are right now yeah I don't think it would happen now either <laughs> yeah I feel like at that time we were like what at year three of our friendship such a baby <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was oh what about oh the vulnerability okay yes okay so we can move yes, on yes, yes yes yes
0: um oh wait and oh. I wanted to add one more thing. <laughs> I forgot the question too. But now that you say that, it reminds me. You are always the first person to show vulnerability in our friendship in whatever context. And I think that made me very appreciative of you basically having the courage to say what you felt or to acknowledge that like not everything was always going all like rosy and well with you because like I said with Michelle in our high school throwback episode um, we were more of the type to kind of like gloss over a lot of problems and then just like focus on like a task at hand it was definitely less common for us to admit that we had problems really so I think you were like ahead of your time (laughs) and (laughs) Eventually, I learned to like open up and like be more honest about feelings and things like that. But for sure, you paved that path well before I got there.
1: I feel like when we first met, I definitely noticed, I was like, oh, Sharon's not this type. She's not the very super open. You and Michelle were both, I was like, ah, these two. So that's why I took it upon myself to be very open and be that person because I, I had a feeling you two were the type to need like someone to be very open up front so you could feel more comfortable. And look at us. you
0: go, Monica.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a strong woman.
1: Okay. Moving we on to question number three. Based on what you learned about me, does my social media accurately reflect who I am? why or why not?
0: Y'all, I don't really use social media. and I don't really check it. But the things I remember seeing are like grad photos. uh, And then your like side interest page, which is hard to answer because like, I know that you specifically put like only a small portion of your personality into that page. So for me to say that it's like, accurate to who you are is a stretch because I know it's a curated feed but also it still represents things that you care about and like you go about it in your personal creative way so that's still very Monica also I know the you who swears like a lot and that's (laughs) not on social media but like we both bond over that and it's like way more funny and fun to talk to you in person. So like, no, cause social media is just like such a narrow scope into your life. Like I think the the rest of you is more of what we focus on. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like your social media doesn't does not reflect who you are. It does because you barely post and you're barely on. That's very private and very sharing of you to be not opening up to anybody. <laughs> So that's kind of on brand with Sharon. But again, yeah, since you don't post that much and um, you're rarely on there, I feel like it does not. Your podcast, though, if that even counts as social media, <laughs> kind of, sort of. Oh,
0: yeah. Does it? I don't know. I think of this more as like a, a friendship journal in audio form. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's social media because, I mean, you kind of have to share it for it to be social media, right? I I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's shared and it's... Right.
0: I don't share it with people who aren't close to me, basically. Like, it's only within the people who are on the podcast, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I feel like, for me, social media is like an outlet, kind of, or like something I do for fun. Yeah, my side social media page is definitely a hobby. And even like my main social media, I don't post that much on there. But to Sharon, I post a lot because she doesn't post (laughs) at all. (laughs) But to me, it's not a lot. I don't go out, but sometimes getting dolled up and looking cute and taking pictures is fun. But most of the time, those don't make it out in the world. But it's fun, you know, (laughs) an excuse to look
0: nice. Yeah. Also, if you're feeling yourself that day, then like do whatever the heck you want. Okay, we're on our last question. I have one more question.
1: Yeah. What about me is
0: hardest for you to understand? I don't think this will come as a surprise to you at all. In the past, I could not understand how you were that attached to your boyfriend. Or like the idea of a significant other. <laughs> I really couldn't understand that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like in high school. <laughs> That's the time to see what you like and what you don't.
0: Yeah, so I think it was just we had different views about love, probably. Not that I knew what love was back then, but in high school, like that puppy love. I knew that I was just like, oh, Monica's just the kind of person who like wants to be taken care of well and wants someone to treat her well wants a reliable boyfriend to to depend on not because you couldn't take care of yourself but because you like to be taken care of like your preference at least back then and I don't think I had those feelings at all in high school (laughs) so it didn't make sense to me I think um yeah back
1: then I definitely pursued things more than I should have I feel like in terms of like I was looking a little too hard for a high schooler um and I uh
0: I have no comment (laughs) but honestly it could be cringy in that you have no comment but that was just a past that built you to be who you are today there is no shame in like wanting love or wanting a connection with someone In fact, I think that's all we want is to connect with people. So you were like on the right path, girl. (laughs) Your methods are just interesting. (laughs)
1: Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Something Um, that I find hardest to understand about you back then when we first met was, and I'm talking like freshman, sophomore year, was how independent you were (laughs) when we first met. I was like, how are you so independent if we're just going to class all the time, you know, some extracurriculars here and there. But then for some reason, when I looked at you, I was like, she's so busy. She seems like she's doing the most. I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I don't quite understand. But then, you know, in junior year and senior year, I was like, Okay, I feel like your independence kind of rubbed off on me in terms of spent more time together and we got to know each other better too. Also learning about how you were raised and that older sister role that you had, it plays a big part in how you carry yourself. And I was like, oh, I got it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the younger sister. So I feel like I didn't have that independence early in high school, but definitely came later in high school. Whereas my sister I feel like she had that independence early in high school too, like you. So I mean, I think it comes with your sibling role. <laughs> mm.
0: That's an interesting point.
1: Yeah, right. I didn't I didn't realize it until later on. I was like, Oh, I you know, like as I found out your role as an older sister, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. How you have to be independent and, you know, look out for your brother and play that mini
0: third parent role (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah it's funny because you also have very parental traits even though you're the younger sibling
1: yeah I think my sister and I have different parental traits (laughs) (laughs) we split them in some
0: ways yeah that makes sense I enjoyed doing this it was a good idea <laughs> oh, yes monica it was a good idea thank you <laughs> it wasn't my idea so <laughs> about her? i feel so like almost in with a kid because this is such a <laughs> hip thing and i am not hip it's new and
1: popular and i just found out about it recently and i was like wow how do you people know about
0: this yeah but thank you for doing the second episode with me. Of course, bring me back for another episode. I, I will bring Monica back. And then like, I hope that we'll find a topic that's like very different from the, these two. Yeah, we'll discuss further. <laughs> There's so many ideas. But yes, thank you for joining me. Thanks, guys, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this hip game that Monica shared with me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to say?
1: um thanks for always having me and this is like our way of catching up to and just furthering our friendship during the pandemic because
0: you know we can't hang out and yeah we usually get dessert together and then walk yes i missed that one day we'll record in person maybe oh my gosh
1: wow revolutionary (laughs) that is revolutionary
0: okay (laughs) see you next time bye (laughs)